in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Are you ready? Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 48. This week I am going to talk about a blog post that I found on evolvingyourman.com. I'll put a link to that site in my show notes. This is a post written by All About Her, I believe. There was just a recent post to it though one day ago, so... I'm not going to read it word for word, but there were some things in here that I thought were very well said. I mean, the whole post was very well written and it was a great read, but there were some things that stuck out to me that I thought I wanted to address on a podcast. So here we are. I don't know if I said housekeeping or not before I get too into my rant. No longer on Fiverr. I think that's the only housekeeping issue that I really have. I am completely done. I was taken down again, and I am out of phone numbers and emails. So anybody interested in erotic audio or anything of that variety, uh, you can find me by my email, which is listed, I believe, in my show notes, as well as my website has all my contact information. If you Google my name, voila, all the information about me. This post was written by a driven and successful lawyer and just kind of an overview. He has a girlfriend who was in a 20 some year marriage and was very programmed that it was about pleasing her partner. And I think there's a spot in there where he mentions that she had maybe five orgasms the entirety of her marriage, 22 years, I believe it was. Holy shit. Like I can relate to that. I don't know. I mean, five is probably being generous during my marriage with my ex-husband. However, that being said, I had a lot of orgasms. I just did them myself. It was never with his help. They both work together. He's a lawyer. I'm not sure if she's a lawyer or if um, 
a partner or whatever variety. Uh, but he mentions that she was a little bit withdrawn about being in control, seeing how in control he is on the day-to-day in his career. I think the biggest reason this article stuck out to me is I feel like women tend to struggle because I think by nature we are nurturers. Not all women, but I think there is a little bit of nurturing and we want to take care of our submissive and we want to make them happy and we want... I don't like to use the word please because I don't know that that's necessarily what I'm trying to say, but I do what I can to make my subby happy as well. But I think shifting your mindset a little bit, specifically when it comes to the sex aspect of things, I very much had the same mindset as this gentleman's girlfriend. I was always about pleasing my partners. It was always about making sure they got what they needed And I would either just take care of myself later or I just wouldn't orgasm. It was just what it was. Since that mindset has changed, I probably have more orgasms in one session of sex with my submissive than I had in the entirety of, well, for sure, my marriage to my ex-husband, but even past relationships. Everybody I've ever been with prior to my submissive was selfish that way. You know, and I think men like to say, oh, it's all about the woman and I want to make sure she's had her orgasm. And But I, my question would be, are there many men out there that really pay attention to their partner enough to know when they're going to orgasm or if they've orgasmed? That would be my question. Speaking of a female-led relationship, however, or... Fuck, if I'm being honest, I think any lifestyle dynamic, I think men are far more attentive to their women or to their partners in general. It doesn't have to be male, female. I think most people who participate in any type of lifestyle dynamic have kind of nailed down the communication or a good portion. I hate to say most because there are people out there that maybe not so much. But when you've gotten that communication down and that solid foundation and you know your partner, my subby knows. He knows the second I'm coming in, <laughs> coming in hot. But he pays very close attention to my telltales, all of the things. And I think that is the case with people who participate in any alternative lifestyle are more in touch with what they enjoy sexually and are also more in touch with their partner and what their partner enjoys sexually and tend to be more aware of their partner's emotions is what I've found from people that I've encountered in the lifestyle. Communication has always been, communication, a strong foundation has always been at the core of their relationship. And I think the whole reason I wanted to mention, you know, how well, one, how much I relate to this woman is because I don't think it's an uncommon thing with women to want to please their partner and be leery of taking control. And even once you've been in control, there's still times where my confidence wavers when it comes to controlling my subby. This past week is a great example. And I don't know that my confidence has wavered. It's been a different vibe in our dynamic this last week a little bit. And he's caged again. That's the key. You would think all would be right in my world, but been a little interesting this last week. A lot of 
lot of stressors, I think, going on. And now that some of those have been eliminated, I think we'll get back on track. Again, back circling back. I would be very interested, and I don't know how many women listen to my podcast, and welcome if you're here. I would be interested in setting up some sort of group for all of us ladies to get together because I really truly believe that no matter how long you're in this dynamic, sometimes it's just nice to have a girlfriend to talk to. It's just nice to have a group of women that are living a similar lifestyle to you that are experiencing things and can share their experiences and what they learned from their mistakes because fuck, we all make mistakes. And I had talked to one of my Patreon, a couple of my Patreon people um, this past week and kind of threw that out there too. If this is something that is of interest, or maybe she threw it out to me, I don't remember exactly who the inventor of this fabulous idea was, but I think it would be great. Maybe once a month, we just do a Zoom call. We can do just audio. We can do audio and video whatever people are comfortable with, where we can just get together and talk about things, talk about the struggles that we've had that month or new things we're interested in trying and wondering if anybody else has tried it. I mean, the possibilities are endless. And I think it would be great for women to be able to connect on this level and have somebody that they feel comfortable talking to about because let's be real, most of us in a female-led dynamic probably don't talk openly with their best girlfriends about how they live their lives. I mean, I do, but I think it's pretty rare. So any women out there listening or men that think your women might be interested, shoot me an email, send me a message, however, whatever's easiest for you. I would be very interested in figuring out how to make this work. I think it would be great. So back to the task at hand. Another point that was made in this blog post that I thought was fantastic, and it's an area that I can see in our relationship that maybe is struggling a little bit. He talks about uh, two to three hours of lovemaking. And immediately my mind goes to, I don't want fucking three hours of sex. First of all, my vagina would probably fall the fuck out. I am not a long-term sex person. And maybe I will grow into that, but I really have never been. I'm more, it's so hot to just take me behind the shower house at the naked camp and bang the shit out of me in three to five minutes. And then we both go our separate ways or something along that. Like that is hot to me, but I don't know. I've never really been into the hours and hours of actual fucking. So when I read that, I was like, ugh. But I read further and he broke down what he meant by making love. And I, I really, really like how he put it. He considers the making love portion, the foreplay, the kissing, the intimacy, the, I mean, he could be eating her pussy or he could be rubbing her feet. They could just be kissing. They could, I mean, it could be anything, anything intimate that they share together, small or small. That's my lovemaking session. It's small. Just kidding. Their conversations, sharing intimate details with each other, things like that. I think 
that is such a great description of making love. I think we all get lost in what making love is or whatever, however you want to label it. I think the area that I think my relationship is lacking that, especially this past summer, we don't take the time like we used to, to be intimate, whether that means penis and vagina sex or whether that means I ride his cage and I get off and then we go to bed cuddling, whatever the case may be. That has kind of fallen by the wayside, which could be a contributor to this past week that we've had or whatever. And this past week could totally be just my headache. But I think it's so important for you to take that time with your partner. I think, you know, in the beginning when my subby and I got together, we were hands all over each other. Sex was never just get a boner and get on. It was touching, feeling, kissing, caressing, dick sucking, vagina eating, all the things. And it's kind of gotten to the point. And I think, you know, even in a traditional marriage, you just get into a routine. Hey, I have a boner. Sweet. Let's fuck. I mean, it's maybe not specifically like that for us. I mean, we're always touching anyway, whether we're being intimate or not. If we're sitting at the table, our feet are touching. If we're sitting in the car, a good portion of the time, something on us is touching. That's just the way we are. I mean, fuck, we sleep in a full-size bed and we are not small people. We like to touch. But I feel like maybe our being intentional about our one-on-one time and really, and that doesn't mean that, and this is a big misconception. And I still, I struggled with this for a long time. Just because I caress my submissive or I get him aroused or he gets an erection, which is quite painful right now and I like it, but whatever that case may be, does not mean that I'm fucking obligated to give him an orgasm. Like that's how I lived my life for so many years. So many fucking years. Like I never wanted to touch my ex-husband because he got a boner on a windy day. So did my ex-boyfriend. Fucking boner on a windy day. And if it got hard, well, geez, you should probably do something about it. That is not my fucking responsibility. It has been a game changer to get the mindset of just because they're aroused does not make you obligated to give them an orgasm. Now, if you're in a female-led relationship, my subby is obligated to give me an orgasm if that's what I want. And the good part about that is he gets pleasure from that as well. So it's not like I'm torturing him, which, gosh, if it ever becomes torture, we probably should reevaluate our relationship. Yikes. But I think a lot of women, when I was earlier talking about the nurturing portion I think that a lot of women feel that obligation to pleasure their man or to get their man to an orgasm. Now, there's some women out there that fully, I fucking love when my subby comes. I fucking love it, especially if we're having sex, like penis and vagina sex. Boy, the head, mm, it just swells up and it, it, every time, right there, it's fantastic. So I'm not saying that you, if you enjoy getting your partner to orgasm, great. 
let them orgasm all the time. I mean, that's your prerogative. I'm just saying the mindset of, you know, oh, well, he's aroused. I should probably get him off. Mm-mm, fuck that. You sure don't have to. And that's a hard concept to grasp for some women. It was for me. So if there's any women listening to this and you struggle with that, sister, I feel your pain. We should get a group together and talk about it. What do you think? I have gotten some comments from people living this dynamic that have said they haven't had penis and vagina sex for a long time and they love every minute of it. There's different avenues that you can go down to reach your release and it's just as intimate and gratifying sexually as penis and vagina sex and I would be very into if there's anybody out there that is interested in talking to me about that I would like to do an episode on do men find other things more stimulating and sexually gratifying than penis and vagina sex let's talk about it I genuinely appreciate the men that truly, truly are attentive to their women and are focused on their pleasure and know their woman. This blog post too, he talks about a Saturday morning where she had him go get them coffee and then they laid in bed naked together just talking and then they started kissing and then He started eating her pussy and brought her to orgasm multiple times. And then, you know, and he was very descriptive in how that orgasm affected her. And then they were talking and then they would start kissing again. And, you know, there was edging and there was, it's just a great blog post. And I really, really enjoy, or I really, well, I really enjoy the whole post and him talking about the dynamic of their relationship, but I genuinely appreciate him sharing his thoughts on her overcoming, trying to always please her partner. I think that that needs to be talked about more. I think women feel guilty and that's terrible. We deserve an orgasm just as much as a man. Like let's take lifestyle things out of it. I think just in general, I mean, there's shows on Netflix about it for fuck's sake. Like you get the gasp factor. Oh my goodness. Was she talking about an orgasm? Did she say come? Like women talking about their orgasms, they're coming, whatever you want to call it. People look at you like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. But fucking guys talk about, oh, I jerked at the shower this morning, came down the drain. Nobody thinks twice about that. Like men can talk about their orgasms or coming or whatever. Everybody just thinks of it as normal, but a female does it and everybody's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe she's talking about that. I'll step off my soapbox now. So the whole point of this article was, or the whole point of me bringing up this article was, you know, as women, we get in our heads a lot. I get in my own head a lot and it's very frustrating. And one Seriously, if anybody's interested in doing like a group call or whatever, once a month just to get some girls together to just talk, just share our feelings, share our struggles, share our achievements, share punishment ideas. I mean, this could be a win-win for everybody. It can remain anonymous, whatever like we could do it once a month. If it turns out that we need to do it more frequently than once a month, I am totally on board because I love connecting with all of you. 
And again, I just really think it would be great to have some girl talk. And I mean, I would tell my subby anything and he is truly my best friend. I mean, I, I don't have any fear of telling him anything. I could talk to him about anything, but sometimes it's just nice to have some girlfriends to talk about things you're going through in your dynamic or, you know, something maybe your husband said and you're like, am I overthinking this or whatever the case may be. Sometimes it's just nice to have those girlfriends to talk to. If anybody's interested in that, let me know. Another thing I wanted to address, I have a friend of mine that I talk to uh, usually about once a month. Sometimes, you know, we text or whatever a little bit more, but she's kind of going through a hard time right now. And any other women out there who happen to be in a female-led relationship and your partner is maybe more focused on the fantasy aspect of it, um, maybe doesn't really want the female-led relationship, just likes to have the social media presence of being in that dynamic and maybe has other plans or is using it to, I don't know, gain clout or maybe even reach out to other women, whatever the case may be. Listen, ladies, you deserve to be treated like a queen. And anybody that's going to treat you like shit doesn't deserve your time, no matter how much you love them. Again, find a group of ladies would be fun. I'm probably not going to say anything more on that. I want to do an episode about that with my subby. There's a couple issues I want to talk about. You know, boundaries and things that behaviors. I don't know. Stay tuned for that. I think that about wraps up my rambling session. Thank you to All About Her for the fantastic blog post on Evolving Your Man. It really is a great site and I hope you guys go check out his post. It was good. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I love you all. And ladies, hit me up if you want to do this food. Okay. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week. Be good to yourself and each other.